Hey everyone, Steven here. Uh, just want to let you know we had a little bit of a technical issue on this episode. Uh, one of our tracks is just gone in the internet space digital vortex or void. Um, and so unfortunately there are a few spots where it's a little bit choppy. We went back and re-recorded pieces of the track to the best of our ability that fit what happened in the story and tried to make it as um, linear as possible. Um, hopefully you won't even notice and maybe I shouldn't have even done all this, but I uh, just wanted to give that little disclaimer before we get started. Uh, enjoy the show. This week's episode is brought to you by Mage Hand Press and Encounter Party. Encounter Party is an audio adventure podcast featuring six professional voice actors battling through an epic Dungeons & Dragons campaign, edited down to focus purely on the story. Every episode is fine-tuned, removing all the fluff and filler, leaving nothing but pure adventure you can join under an hour. Nerdist also has called Encounter Party a critical hit, and side note, we were also featured in that same article. So if you like us, there's a good chance you're going to like these wonderful folks. But seriously... Um, if you like our show, I, I really do think you're gonna you're gonna enjoy Encounter Party. They are super well polished, amazing voice actors. Um, it's just a, it's a really good listening experience. Um, they've taken so much care in crafting a story, um, but more than just a story, um, a whole experience for you to listen to. So please so please take some time, check them out. Um, with two full seasons available and a third releasing this fall, uh, it's the best time. To join the party. Uh, if you're a fan of fantasy epics and top-notch voice acting, then check out Encounter Party wherever you listen to podcasts. For more party favors, head on over to EncounterParty.com. Be sure to check out Mage Hand Press's Kickstarter for their starter kit. Dark Matter is a rip-roaring futuristic campaign setting for D&D 5e set against a mashup of sci-fi and fantasy influences which lets you play D&D in space without learning a new system. You can play as bounty hunters, galactic explorers, or daring space marines in a universe inspired by the likes of Star Wars Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, The Expanse, and Doom. You and your crew can pilot breathtaking starships, face down alien horrors, battle evil space wizards, and explore the furthest reaches of the galaxy. And we at the Forge Academy are actually going to be running through the starter adventure um, and releasing that on our podcast. Uh, so we're really excited to do a little bit of... Uh, Forge in space uh, so stay tuned for that and again the kickstarter launches on july 29th so be on the lookout for that it's got everything you need to start off a new campaign in space using the DD rules that you are familiar with for more information you can go to magehandpress.com or follow them on twitter at magehandpress and don't worry, while the Kickstarter may be over, the starter set is still available for pre-order, and we will include the links to that in our show notes. Welcome, everybody, to the Faith Forge Academy. Uh, I am your Dungeon Master, Steven, uh, and today we are going back into space to finish up our little Dark Matters mini campaign one slash two shot. Um, we... Don't have the whole crew that was with us even last time, um, but today we have with us Michael. Hey, it's your boy Michael. Adelaide. Uh, that's me, Adelaide Gunner. Kai. Hey, it's Kai. Thanks for being here. And my personal favorite person, 
Kelsey Garcia, my amazing, amazing wife and partner. You like her more than us, Michael? <laughs> How rude. Michael might not, but... I'm not Michael, Steven. <laughs> this just got awkward. God damn it. Hi, everyone. I'm super excited to be back. So, yeah, we are playing um, Conspiracy in the Stars, the starter set adventure that comes in the Dark Matters starter set. I am so articulate. Um, so, if you haven't, go check out Meijian Press. The Kickstarter is over, but they are doing pre-orders now uh, through their backer kit. Uh, so if you go to their, their Twitter handle at Mage Hand Press, you can find links to all that stuff and we'll have them in the show notes for you. Um, and with that, we're going to go to space. The audience has been scattered by the blast, with individuals holding their ringing ears and shouting amidst the chaos. A large beam falls through the rusted ceiling panels and crashes down towards the Elvis matriarch, the High Oracle Thessalia. Unconcerned and without so much a glance at the falling debris, she takes a small step out of the way before the beam crashes into the floor where she had just been standing. Sir Helio Horace rushes towards the stage from the bar, barking out orders to anyone who will listen. I'll get the professor! Don't let the assassin escape! A moment later, his long energy sword ignites with a beam of light, and a shot rings out from elsewhere in the crowd, and then all hell breaks loose. So as you look around the front of the presentation stage, where Professor Gogglefogger was, um, is just blown to pieces. The, the bodies who are all sitting at the front listening to this presentation are, are some are scattered to the floors, there's bleeding, there's smoke everywhere. Um, it's just chaos. Um, and as you look around, I need everyone to make a insight or perception check. <laughs> and then tell me what you're doing. <laughs> Mines are both negative one. <laughs> <laughs> and eight. Mine are two. Uh, four. Uh, classically, of course, I got a three. Good God. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you notice nothing. <laughs> yep. Uh, you notice the chaos. Um, and as that happens, you you kind of look around. S- Sir Helio Horace has a hold of, of Goggle Fogger. He looks back at you all and says, "And says, find the assassin. I'll get him to safety." Uh, you see Captain Lysandra the Nautilid um, start moving towards um, Darkstar Kilagob, the this uh, halfling that uh, Ronnie had kind of gotten into some heated conversation with earlier. Um, Tiberius Vinter, this large half orc that is super well armed, is starting to throw chairs up. Um, and he pulls out a, a weapon and, and stands in front of Darkstar in between him and Captain Lysandra. The rest is is chaos. What do you do? Is there somebody who's trying to make a break for the door or move really quickly to uh, try and get out of the scene? Um, at a quick glance, everyone who was there at the beginning uh, is still there. Um, nobody outside of Horus, who was, was further back kind of observing, um, who again just a reminder is the head of the port nomad security um, is the only one who who's who you've seen who you have seen move really with any sort of purpose outside of people looking like they're ready to fight um, you hear the nautilus screech out it must be it must be Kilagob. get him uh, and she swings and I'm going to need y'all to roll initiative oh 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 damn I got a 20. Oh, dang. <laughs> nice. Uh, yep, and 
of course I get a six, so everything's normal over here. Uh, so as that happens, I need Ronnie to describe what you're doing. I actually think Dallas went first. Excuse me, Dallas. Yes, I just got your names mixed up. How dare you? Um, s- there's no, there's no shooting going on yet, but people look like they're about there, to. It's, it's seconds okay. away from everything going down. I am gonna run. I'm right here next to this table. What I am gonna do first of all is bust my way up into this table and try and make like a barrier okay. for me to shoot behind. Okay. Um, why don't you just roll a, an athletics check real quick to see if you can just get that set up? I can do that. A Sixteen. Yeah. So you prop that that table up. Um, anything else you want to do? Um, if that's not gonna take my whole action, um, I'll I'll point and shoot. Okay, who are you shooting at? Um, there was one that Michael saw. I don't I don't know which one it is in this crowd. Do you remember? Who is the one who Michael saw someone counting? Right. Yeah. Uh, that is High Oracle Thessalia. She is. She's kind of standing in the back. You watched her just kind of at the last second move out of the way of something falling on her. Um, go for it. Okay, I could be shooting the wrong person, but fuck it. <laughs> uh, why don't you? Why don't you? Yeah, just roll. Just roll a spell attack or a, a, a regular attack roll, and we won't worry about damage right now. You got she it. is. I. I will say you can see that she like the side of her face is bleeding a little bit. She's covered in, in dirt and smoke. Oof! Uh, it's a twelve, uh, which misses. Okay. Um, as as it goes flying by, and as that shot rings out, that's when when the fighting really starts. And Ronnie, now it is your turn. I am going to. Well, shit. I w- I want to speak, but I can't remember my accent. <laughs> um, you're gonna break their fucking kneecaps. Yeah, that's yeah, that's who you were. Break their fucking kneecaps. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the security guy. Okay, who's ru- he's so sorry. I should move him. He's he is taking Gogglefogger out this back exit. Okay. So I'm going to go, because i got to avoid the, you know, penalty on my taxes. <laughs> so I'm going to go up there and try to help protect them. Okay. And I'm just going to, like, take a reactive stance if somebody tries to attack okay. them. Um, as as he kind of runs by, as you're taking a, this, this protective stance, uh, he leaves and says, I'm taking him to a safe house. He'll be fine. And Gogglefogger says, yeah. Uh, oh, what's his, what's his voice? Gogglefogger. There we go. Um. <laughs> Go, I'll be safe. Find whoever did this. Uh, and it is everyone else's turn. Like this whole chaos is happening. Uh, as you all kind of, as the smoke starts to clear in this, um, there's a couple things you notice. You notice that the two um, halflings that were in these kind of like finer suits, uh, both of them seem to have died from this explosion. They're just laying motionless on the floor. Tiberius and this Nautilus are kind of swinging back and forth. And and Lutor, as it's about to be your turn, and you, you watch um, Tiberius just take this huge swi- swing at the Nautilus that knocks it back down to the ground. Um, he basically picks up Kilagob, the former hitman, uh, and they just start running towards the other exit. And, he's, and, and you hear him say in his big orc voices, we gotta keep you safe, we gotta get out of here. Um, you see Nomandus, your friend who is supposed to be helping you, kneeling at the floor next to Stanley Tucci Copperbottom, 
crying, crying out. Stanley, 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 you big bucket of bolts, get up! Yes, yes, I, I am here. Oh goodness, I thought for a moment that I would have to carry my own luggage. I, I can't move, Nomandus. Something is wrong. My systems aren't responding properly. Well, do a full system reboot. We need to move now. I, I already have, but it's, it's no use. Wait. It, it's for the best, Nomandus. I, I, I don't think I was quite cut out for this life of danger and adventure. Don't, don't be ridiculous, Stanley. Everybody wants this. Everybody wants to be us. Very well then. Back to the laboratory. It's time to rebuild you. But this time without so much doubt. And uh, as you see this this gnarled, twisted metal form of what was Stanley Copperbottom, you also see uh, Seardin Blackforge, who was the dwarf who was gambling at the back, um, standing with his hand in the air, holding a remote, not moving. Almost looking like catatonic. Um, so with that being said, is there somebody who is casting a spell or I can tell is doing semantic components like concentrating on keeping um, this dwarf in a catatonic state? Uh, why don't you make an arcana check? I uh, got a 10, so probably not good enough to do or figure out what I need to do here or what what's going on. Uh, yeah, I, I think with, with that Arcana check, you would get the sense that um, you're not sure exactly what kind of spell it is, but he's probably still under it. Yeah, he's in some sort of trance. You're not sure exactly what it is. Um, and you watch as he immediately, like, his eyes kind of blink. They still look almost like dead or unaware of what's happening. And without saying anything, which is which is odd given how loudmouthed he kind of was earlier, um, he just starts running. Uh, multiple of the of the individuals see see the dwarf as well. Uh, Ember, the amoeboid that had all those grenades, uh, looks and says, "Um, I I think I think that might be the the guy who did the thing." And everyone starts to t- turn towards him. In through the door walks this tall woman who you recognize as the one who had uh, drinks spilled all over her dress. Uh, she comes back uh, oh, with yeah. six Port Nomad security guards, and we don't need the map anymore, who three of them immediately jump on this dwarf and grab him. Uh, and she says, I leave this room for five minutes, and this is what happens. Good Lord, you, you all, you should come with me. Uh, we need to take you down to the security office and uh, try to sort this all out. Well, uh, then maybe if you were a little more responsible, shit like this wouldn't happen. <laughs> Not I didn't shoot leaving nobody. your God. Uh, I just want to make it clear, didn't shoot nobody. Oh my God, it's still clearly smoking. It's <laughs> fine. I'm, I'm <laughs> sure you didn't. Uh, regardless, uh, come with us. She indicates the others to the other security officers um, says, if they don't come uh, if they don't start following me out this door, uh, please make them 
and she just turns and leaves. And the the security guards, once once the three that tackled the dwarf kind of get him subdued, uh, the other five kind of start walking towards you. One of them says, "So, uh, you you go in or what?" To any of to us? To any of you? Well, yeah, we'll fucking go in. What does it look like we're doing? We're literally right fucking beside you. <laughs> Great. <Good. laughs> uh, and indicates to a medic to go help kind of everybody else who's dusting themselves off. Uh, there are a few casualties in the Flopwig twins. Um, you, you hear this almost, who was almost this emotionalist, Nomandus, uh, just sobbing, uh, draped all over um, Stanley Tucci Copperbottom. Uh, and everybody else seems dazed and they all, they all also start heading down to the security office. So as you get there, um, you go in kind of through this front of this older looking security office. It's nothing, nothing fancy or anything. It oversees the, the, the docks where, where the ships, ships come and go. Um, at the front desk is a vect, which is, um, for those of you not familiar with the dark matter lore, is a sentient uh, robot species um, that have kind of developed consciousness um, over eons of time and are are their own functional species now. Um, and Kelsey, why don't you describe what that vect looks like? Okay, so the vect is of average height. They're usually between five to seven feet tall, so like six feet tall. Um, kind of like bronzed and like greenish, different colors of metal, kind of like patchworked all over their body and um, like no emotion on their face at all. Um, just kind of sitting there watching all of this go down. And that's what you see. So as this woman named Carmen walks walks the three of you in uh, and opens the door the these like sliding doors open up uh, she says hello boats you keeping the uh, keeping the peace here almost sarcastically to you hello Carmen I don't really see how I would be able to do that as I am just a desk worker here but I am doing my best <laughs> I know you are uh, his horse made it back yet. Yes, he just arrived. He was struggling to carry a very tiny person-like creature, and they just passed about one minute ago. Perfect. I'm going to take these three back. Uh, I think Horace will probably want to talk to them, as they're kind of the newest in the port, so is, uh, I'll be right back. Is there anything that I can bring you? Um, she looks at them. Would you all like some water or something? Do you got any more of them? Uh, they have these little... Fancy drinks at the bar. They're kind of expensive, but they're pretty tasty. Little sour thingy. I would need far more information than that in order to confirm if we had it. Just give me a whiskey. Just get a bottle of whiskey. We don't carry alcoholic beverages. I can offer you water or milk. (laughs) Why they would have milk, I don't know. I believe a water would suffice for me. I'll have what he's fucking having. <laughs> uh, I'll pass. 
And why don't so uh, so that Bolts knows what you all look like? Why don't you give a physical description real quick? If you remember. Um. So what you see is a Rothian who has a white carapace, just like my avatar, and but except uh, his head looks voidish um, and has like little stars twinkling there. Um, so it's just white carapace over his body, and his head looks more like a black celestial void. I look pretty similar to him. I am the same race, the uh, Rothian. And instead, though, I have the black exo- exoskeleton and then the parts with the, like, tendon muscly parts are, like, an opal white. And then I have piercings and stuff all along, like, my, like, hammerhead kind of looking part of my skull. Love it. Uh, and I believe I'm a near human. I can't, I can't recall. You're like a, an, uh, you're an android of some sort. Yeah, I'm an android. I, I just couldn't find it on the, on the, uh, on their form. Um, uh, yeah, no. so I am clearly an android, uh, mostly human, but there's like a jaw that's definitely like the skin is, is gone. Uh, and you can see some wires in my body. Uh, she is dressed full head to toe, rhinestone cowboy, uh, big, big white Stetson boots, uh, and, and lots of guns. <laughs> I love it. And I feel like um, as they walk away, you might be able to hear bolts say under their breath, two Rothians and a human trying to be a robot. What have we gotten ourselves into this time? <laughs> 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 so Carmen takes you back, um, Still, she's, she walks very elegantly with this air of um, importance about her. Uh, takes you back into a room. Uh, there's three chairs and a table. Uh, it's fairly dark. It's kind of one flickering light on. Uh, and kind of smiles at you all and says, uh, Well, have fun. I'm sure Helio Horus will be in here soon. Uh, best of luck. Uh, and she walks away. The three of you are in this room for... Probably only five five to ten minutes, uh, and this Avia Rahu is a humanoid with the head of a bird uh, walks in, and you recognize him as the first individual you all met in the Star Swill Bar earlier. Uh, that Ronnie, in particular, got along with. Interestingly, um, he's walking very piously. You see the mark of the sepulchral knights, um, the holy symbol, which you would all recognize as this order that basically exists for justice and and peace and order. Um, He has this large Avia Ross staff. um, And he walks in and says, I should have known when I saw you all that there'd be trouble. Why are you really here? To get a tax break? I'm just here for the ride. How were you involved? How did you set it up? How did you how did you put the bomb in the room? Oh, that we didn't do that. No, we got hired by a little uh, little short guy. Uh, he thought he was being watched or Goggle something. Fucker. Goggle fucker. That's right, goggle fucker. Um, and he hired us to just kind of hang out in the bar and look for suspicious people, and then you know. Shit hit the fan, so they say. It certainly did. 
I happen to know that tensions seem to go up the moment you all walked in. Well, you know, we, we tend to draw a crowd, but we're friendly folk. <laughs> Am I in the room? Is Bolts in the uh, room? Do you want to be in the room? Well, I, of course, have a joke that I want to tell, but I don't have to be in the room to tell the joke. <laughs> yeah, you can. Oh my Lord. You're in there as like a clerk, probably. Okay. Taking notes. Taking notes. Um. um, excuse me, sir. I would just like to clarify that there were no reports of excrement that encountered any type of air conditioning <laughs> unit while we were there. He lets out this horribly audible, just like, ah, thank you bolts i just very helpful i just noticed that they reported that the shit hit the fan and that did not happen also why does my robot have a western accent (laughs) (laughs) it tends to rub off laura says yes no i'm i'm aware of the expression they use we've talked about this there's expressions you've you told me you've been you've been alive for like hundreds and hundreds of years how do you not know doesn't matter. I need to focus. Yes, sir. You do need to focus. <laughs> he looks back at the rest of them, at the rest of you, and says, What did you do to that dwarf? How did you do it? We have done nothing with a dwarf. All we did is see him leave the bar, and we followed him. That is all. Listen, I've got two Rothians, and this... You got something to say about that? No, but you all have... I assume that uh, Lutor's still glowing from mage armor. I have already seen that you can do things, and you seem prone to causing trouble around here for me. In addition, once we subdued the suspect, he essentially went unconscious. So there's not much I can do to talk to him. Well, subdued the motherfucker a little bit more and just put a bullet through his head and we're done with the whole fucking thing. You know, I'm thinking that maybe maybe the three of you couldn't pull up off an operation like this. The, well, I'll tell you, I'll pull off a fucking operation right in your fucking kneecaps. I... <sighs> it seems like this isn't going anywhere. Stay in town. Uh, if we need more... I will find you. Sir, I would be happy to show them to the door. Yes, please get them out of my sight. It's a bunch of worthless rabble rousers. Uh, And he walks out, slams the door, uh, and the four of you are alone in this room. I grab the ball of water, and I think I might have a rag on my person in my inventory, so I'm just going to grab that and splash water on the rag and then just wipe down my carapace. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, what a creative way to use the water that I brought you. I will see you out, but first I need to tell you something. Would I know, like, is this a secure place that we're at? Yeah. Okay. You you would have been there long enough to know that one that everything it's not a heavily manned there's not tons of people who work in this office and it's not like they bug they yeah don't, they don't like bug yeah to your knowledge at least okay so sir helio horus he can be a little bit of uh what is the expression pain in the ass sometimes but 
I would like you to know that I am not sure if he is completely trustworthy as well. I have been sent here to look after him to figure out what his relationship is with the boss on Nova. I don't know if you knew that he was priorly expelled from the Order of the Knights, the Protectors of Justice, and he is just not a good guy. I have been sent here to try to earn my place in their order. Will you please help me? I am struggling because they keep telling jokes that I do not understand, and they for some reason do not like me. I knew I had a bad feeling about that motherfucker. Yes, I don't believe that he has ever fucked his mother, but besides that, he is not a kind man. (laughs) (laughs) I can't pass it up. (laughs) So I am going to try and bring him by doing an Eldritch Blast at the corner of the door. Um, or the corner of the room just to alert everyone and hopefully this baits him into coming in so that we can interrogate him. Okay. (laughs) 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 It goes off. Um, Let me see if he will come in. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, He comes comes running in the door. What is going on here? I'm going to grab him. Uh, right away and then I'm going to try and shove him into the room uh, towards Kai's character and I'm just going to put my body up against the door so no one can come in okay Uh, I'm going to need y'all to (laughs) to roll initiative and you can just hear bolts in the background like what is happening what is happening we were supposed to leave what is happening this is not helping just straight up ganking Just like the guy. not <laughs> appreciating why why would you move forward without a plan what kind of monsters are you oh boy <laughs> Ronnie rolled a 20 sure sure I guess I'm rolling in a shiv too now yeah yeah okay so as you shove him in I do want you to make a strength an athletics check real quick Lutor and then we'll start the initiative order. Um, yeah, I rolled a three. Uh, so probably nothing happens here. I'm going to lose. Uh, so as you try to push him, uh, he's this, like, he's solid. Um, and you, like, push into him, and he absorbs it and just turns, uh, pulls out this this laser sword and swings at you, kind of all in one, in one motion. <laughs> uh... uh for a 10 for his first swing that'd be a miss and then a crit yeah that sounds about right uh for his second swing and as i says i don't know who you are but you're going to regret this uh and you feel even more than like as it kind of weaves in between your carapace into into your musculature um you feel this extra burst of energy as the rest of you watch um his symbol glow and this energy shoot like through his arm into the sword uh so you take 16 plus 6 radiant damage all right so that's going to be 19 damage the radiant damage is going to be half to three um because i have an ability that's like one with the void and um non uh, magical damage certain magical damage can be half yeah uh but his turn's over 
So that's good news. Uh, and Bolts, it's your turn. And Ronnie, you will be next. Okay. Okay. So uh, Bolts is going to use the the teles- her telestep um, okay. to blink into, like she blinks out of the shot back into it, basically at his back, the bad guy. And then um, she is going to use her um, half swords uh, to try to literally stab him in the back. Okay. Can I use, I can use both, right? Because I have a bonus action. Uh, actually, I think your blink is a bonus action. Oh, you're right. Okay. So I, so I think you do need to, you only roll one. Okay. But, With a 25. But that will hit. Um, and be- because you're a rogue and you're engaged with him, you'll get your sneak attack bonus as well. Right. So five damage. Okay. And then roll your sneak attack. Okay. So for a total of 15. And I, I feel like um, Bolts would say, please try not to kill him. We need him alive. There's so much information that we don't have. Why would you move forward when we have no idea what's going on? This has started off terrible. What is wrong with you? Like, just like going like under her breath. I'm picturing like, um, I'm picturing like Lando Calrissian's droid in Solo. You know how she like, yeah. when she's freeing the slaves. Just keeps speaking. She's just like, uh-huh. I just cannot with you people right now. Um, and with that, Ronnie, it's your turn. You know, I think you're a motherfucking rat. And you know what? That ain't nothing but waste. And I'm going to le- le- leech, lurch at him and try to grapple him. Okay. What would you... Do you want me to just do a strength roll for that? I believe it's strength versus athletics. Yeah, so you roll strength, which I am sure you're going to win. Yeah. Uh, I rolled a 17. Yeah, I rolled a 2 plus whatever he has, which is not 15. Um, so yeah, you, you are able to... You can describe it if you want. I don't need to describe things for you. Um, I'm just going to grab his arms behind his back and like kick the back of his kneecaps to like push him down or like the back of his knees to push him down on the ground. So he's kind of like kneeling, but I have the hold of the back of his arms. Like he ain't going no way. Okay. Uh, but you do feel this. He is a strong dude and you feel him wrestling and fighting against it. Um, anything else for your turn? I'd calm the fuck down if you don't want me to break that motherfucking neck of yours. Uh, you can roll an intimidation if you want. Ooh, yes, I do. Uh, you, and you can use strength instead of charisma. Perfect. Uh, Eleven. I'm very fucking intimidating. I think I might speak too much. <laughs> <laughs> um, he hears what you say, and um, you feel him kind of at least stop resisting for the moment. And Ronnie, it's your turn. Uh, excuse me. Um, I don't know why I keep associating Ronnie. It's all right. I see. I see your token, <laughs> Dallas. Dallas. Uh, yeah. So Ronnie's got Ronnie's got him pinned down. I'm gonna pull out my pistol and do like a really quick like spinny shot. I'm not shooting him. I'm shooting real near him. Mm-hmm. And just kind of strolling up. All right. All right. All right. We got you right where we want you. Um. As time to talk. Do you want to make any roll for that? Uh, I could do an intimidation. Okay. I'm good with that. I'm high in charisma. Yep. Uh, 
intimidation. 16. Okay. Uh, you see kind of, you saw him kind of relax a little bit after uh, Ronnie did, did her thing, or their, their thing? Her. her. After Ronnie did her thing, uh, and you see him as you, as you shoot out, you see he's got little beads of sweat forming on the ends of his feathered head. Um, and anything else you want to do? Um, I'm just pointing the gun at him. We've got him all essentially human hogtied, so just waiting to see if he talks. No need, no need to get bloodshed on the new robot. <laughs> um, and Lutor, it is your turn. Um, so I'm gonna probably do a spell here because my life's really low. Um, let me see. Let me check the spell. Don't worry about it. I can fix it when we're back on the ship. Don't worry about it. Uh, I'm going to cast Void Light um, to maybe intimidate him or to um, hurt him a bit so that Kai can interrogate him. Um, so Void Light is, for the briefest possible instant, I open a portal into the void, revealing hideous lights beyond, and then a creature I can see makes a constitution saving throw, and then I'll do some damage if they fail. That's a natural 20. Yeah, and as as he does, he says, you already have me subdued. You don't need to do anything else. But it sure is fun. Is there, like, a table around? Because um, I'm going to try and use that to wedge the door and then put my body weight against that table so that these people can't get in. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, there is. Um, you're able to get it kind of wedged in, in the door. Um, you do hear footsteps coming. Uh, down the halls as a, as um, there's like a, a banging on the door. Hey, what's going on in there? Sir Horace, what's going on? And you hear his voice boom out um, as he uses thaumaturgy to say, Carmen, move! As his voice just, like, it's, it, it makes all of you flinch, it's so loud. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. I take the foot of my heel. Oh wait, is it? Can I? We're in initiative. Sorry. Uh, it is actually your turn. So. Oh, I take the foot of my heel and slam it into the back of his knee. Uh, he just he screams out. Um, and why don't you roll an athletics check for that? Okay. I told you I'm not fucking around with you. Sixteen. What's your What's your strength modifier? Three. Three? Okay. Um, so as you slam into it, he screams out. You almost you, you can like feel some of those tendons snapping uh, as he's. <sighs> that isn't even the worst I can do, motherfucker. Uh, he just he's he's trying to keep keep quiet. He's wincing. You still hear the knocking on the door, sir, sir. What's going on in there? We're coming, we're coming. You hear something charging up. Um, anything else you're gonna do on your turn, um, Ronnie? I think it's best if you cooperate if you don't want to end up in the dump, if you know what I mean. And Bolts. It's my turn. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Okay, Bolts says, once again, what is wrong with you? The emotions of other beings are going to be the death of me. And Steven, do I have knowledge of any secret passageways out of this office? 
Roll a <laughs> dice. Okay, I don't actually... Roll a d20. <laughs> Roll <Okay>. dice. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, with the 18. <laughs> yes, there is, in every room, there is a, um, like, kind of a door that's flush against the wall. It looks like the wall um, that, kind of in the center, there's a small pad that those who work in there can um, access, at least those who are high enough. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and so you would know that. Okay. So uh, Bolt is going to walk over to, like, I'm picturing the bookcase or whatever, and she's going to, like, snap open one of her hands, and a lock pick is going to pop out of one of her fingers. Mm-hmm. And she's going to try to, like, pick the lock up. She doesn't have the security clearance to get in that door, but she's going to try to get in. Okay. Uh, Roll a thieves tools check. You should have, or your finger pick. Mm -hmm. I believe is what it's called Mm -hmm. on your sheet. Oh. Okay. Um, With a 12, you find the lock. You're not quite able to get it open quite yet. Okay. Then... After you go, um, that's my whole turn. Uh, you hear? <laughs> no. <laughs> do I get? To, I get to do something Sorry, else. Sorry, I have I have a lot of things going through. I my get head. to do something else, uh, right? Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna throw um, I'm gonna throw a healing spell towards uh, Michael's character. Hold on here. Lutor. Lutor. I'm gonna cast cure wounds. Okay, so eight total. Oh, or or you could take you could take the one that you clicked on, that finally came through, and it was ten. Oh, in roll twenty. Perfect. Let's do that. Because technically, technically, it came in before your D eight roll. So. And um, and and then a bolt just says like, we need to buy some time or something because obviously this approach that you're taking is not working. That's it. And Ronnie, it is your turn. So are we trying to drag him into this room? The, is that what we're the doing? The room's not open yet. So you guys are still in this room. The door is locked. There are security officers kind of pounding on the door. Uh, you heard something kind of charging outside of the door, and you have him there. What, one is like a secret door that I thought it would be really cool if I could open it, and then I rolled very badly, so I couldn't. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to like lean down and kind of whisper in his ear a little intimidating. I think you should tell your friends that you're fucking okay if you want to save your other fucking kneecap and walk ever again in your fucking life. (laughs) He says, back to you, the people I work for would do far worse than than my kneecaps. And anything else you want to do? Gosh, dang it. It's not Ronnie's turn. It's Dallas's turn. God bless it. Um, Bless your heart. (laughs) <laughs> and they still haven't opened the door, correct? Nope. I and he still hasn't given us the information we need. Um I am I've got spurs on my boots. Uh I am gonna I am gonna put my boot carefully over where the sun don't shine. Oh, no. oh my god. <laughs> lean in a little bit. Uh Roll that intimidation with advantage. <laughs> okay. With advantage? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. 
It's a, it's a ten either way. Well, uh, that's cool. a lot better than his. I rolled it. I rolled it. Yeah. I rolled it too. <laughs> um. Oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, he says, "Fine, fine. What do you want to know?" What? Oh, wait. Can I talk if it's not my turn? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What is your relationship with Boss Anova? I owe a bunch of money. Okay, but what have you been doing for them? Uh, I haven't been doing anything for him. I may have taken a job to try to pay him back. You may have, or you did. I did. T- to get Gogglefogger. I-, I took a job with Carmen. She uh, works for an organization that the DM is looking for because he can't remember off the top of his head. Called... The, the, they call themselves the New Terran Organization. They want to create this human-dominated society. I, I don't know. They, they wanted Gogglefogger. That's what I know. And they were paying me a lot of money to look the other way. Uh, he's probably getting moved any moment now. Uh, and as he's talking, uh, you hear one of the guards through the door sir that that can't be true and then blaster fire rings out and you hear them both scream can i and i don't know if you're gonna allow me to do this does it feel like we got all the information we we're gonna get out of him um not necessarily oh but do, pass then I, I mean he's he's talking pretty freely at this point though i came to work for you because i thought that this was going to be a place where i could be morally sound is there anyone here that we can trust the Gogglefogger guy seemed pretty good. <laughs> Where did they take Gogglefogger? Uh, I, I don't know. That wasn't part of what I what I knew. I My job is done. My job is done. I've done everything that I was supposed to. All right. Look. Time to do some fucking spring but- cleaning. And I'm going to try to, like, snap. No. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Roll uh, athletics check. Bolts is horrified. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just give him a kink in his neck, you know, like when you sleep wrong. What did you say? Just make an athletics check. An athletics. With advantage, because you you have him, like, subdued and everything. So 18. Uh, 18 at... Um, yes. Well, I was just going to see if I could... Um, I need to look my spells really fast. Um, because I feel like Bolts would be able to sense where this was going. I know I have something where I can, like, uh, spare someone from an attack. Oh, spare! you have spare the dying. S- no, no, no. It's not that. A uh, sanctuary. Is that, would that work uh, or no? Should I just let it ride? Yeah. Yeah, you can, defi- you can definitely do sanctuary. Um, why don't you... I'm, I'm trying to think of the order of operations right. here. Um, we'll, say, we'll say that goes off. Um, so Kai, why don't you make it's a wisdom save? You, correct, you said. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wisdom yeah. save. Oh, good. Negative one. Fifteen. Oh. <laughs> Does it, that passes your DC? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you feel this like for the briefest moment, Ronnie. Um, like maybe this maybe this guy deserves a little bit longer, and then just snap as his body crumples to the ground. Um, I just am going to do that thing where you, like, wipe your hands off. Yeah. Um, D&D nerds, I know that wasn't nearly rules as written D&D at all, but it was cool. <laughs> we tell stories on this podcast. We make the <laughs> rules what, now. That's also what happens when you invite people who don't 
know how to play D&D to play with you. <laughs> yeah, this happens normally. Um, but you do you do hear footsteps running away from your door now. Um, you heard what sounded like two loud thuds hit the ground after the blaster fire. Um, there's no more pushing or anything on the door. Uh, what do the four of you do? That will be Carmen. She's trying to escape. Oh, <laughs> either way, I, I'll, I'll, I'll bring out. I'll bring out the big gun. I got a big shotgun. I'll, I'll unholster it from my back. Uh, <laughs> that was a, the I, yeah. I have. Sound. I have an old style. So, Dark Matter has a lot of laser guns. I don't have laser guns. I have an old school pump shotgun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Hell it yeah. works because uh, because yeah. the, the technology surpassed things like shotguns and revolvers, and they forgot to account for it. So it's. <laughs> um, uh, so as you exit this room into, into the hallway, into the security office, uh, you hear blaster fire kind of coming from outside uh, further away as you as you all kind of run down um, the hallway list, hearing that. Um, uh, excuse me, I made the assumption that you're, follow- that you're following the blaster fire. I think that's what Dallas was doing. Yeah. You get to a, to a door that's... That, that will exit the building, and it sounds like there's a firefight of some sort going on outside. Um, and you end up here um, in this small alleyway. Um, there's like all this debris put up um, between the two, between these two sides. Uh, everybody is in Port Nomad security officer like garb, um, and there's just this firefight going back and forth. Um, you see both both groups are kind of yelling back and forth. They're trying to, they're working for for uh, the new, new Terran organization. They're, they're trying to steal Gogglefogger and get his technology. And they're both yelling us back and forth, trying to convince you both, or you all, to, to basically join one side. On one side, there are five, and on the other side, there's three. Dallas is the one leading. You're the one who kind of first bursts on and sees this. Uh, do I do I recognize these little things as constructs, or uh, are they like just people in armor? They're they're armored. That's okay. kind of what the the security guards look like. Uh, we're we're with. Uh, I just start shooting. At <laughs> uh, at which group? Because they're shooting at each other. Oh, they're shooting at each other. Oh, they're not focused on uh-uh. us. Okay. Um, they're bo- they're rewind. They're both yelling it at you, basically, as as you walk out. That they're that each group is saying that the other group is trying to kidnap Gogglefogger. Gotcha. Um, and we don't see Gogglefogger anywhere. Um, would I know? Would Bolt know where Gogglefogger might be? Uh, probably not. Okay. Do we know which way, like, the docks are? Like, where people, like, might be, like, leaving and boarding ships? Um, you could get to them either direction from here. You're kind of... Either direction. Well, there's less people over there. Uh, I'm gonna just kind of inch forward, like, slowly scooting along the side of the wall. (laughs) Um, Hoping they don't notice. Okay, and why don't you give me a perception (laughs) check? Sure, I can do that. Uh, perception 16 okay uh, as you are inching towards that group of three you do notice as far as um, uh, like uniform and um, kind of stance and pop posture they seem to be more more trained and formal looking than uh, the other group that seems a little bit disheveled and not not very squad tactical hmm. but it could be an inside job yeah I- 
I don't know if you're implying I should go one direction or the other, Steven. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just gonna keep inching forward, kind of over my shoulder, like they're they're in a firefight right now. It's time. It's we can make our run for it. What are the rest of you doing with that information? Oh, do any of y'all got a bomb? We can just throw it in the middle and just let them have at it. I happen to have a grenade on my person. That works. I don't think that that's the correct action in this. Here's that Western accent. (laughs) 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 All right. Um. Hey, all you motherfuckers. Uh... Uh, Helio Helio Horus. Helio is motherfucking dead, and I'm gonna watch their reactions. (laughs) Okay. As you shout (laughs) that. Oh, you're talking to to the guards. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, All right. (laughs) I am aware. I was there. (laughs) Uh, As you shout that out, both groups kind of look at each other like, oh, shit, what do we do? Um, Like, it doesn't actually gain you much insight. Uh,. And both of both, well, and both groups, a couple of them, turn their guns to you from both from both groups. Um, Oops, Ronnie, <laughs> maybe you're right. <laughs> uh, as as that happens, to the north of you on this map, where the the group of five are, um, this like hover vehicle pulls up, um, uh, and in the front you see this other other kind of dressed loosely. kind of, not loosely, um, messily dressed, guard-ish looking fellow, um, and Gogglefogger in the front seat uh, with a gag. Um, The vehicle just tears off to the north. And as as this vehicle kind of turns and skids away, running through like, hitting the sides of buildings, uh, running into vehicles that are parked, um, not caring about pedestrians as you see him hit a couple and one like rolls over the, the windshield to the back um, you see this look of fear in, in Gogglefogger's gagged face um, and we're going to have to find out what happens next time on Forge Academy in Dark Matters universe stuff hell yeah dang um, dang it Thanks so much for joining us on the Forge Academy this week. Uh, as always, to find out what's going on in the show or with any of the cast members, uh, go to 
uh, at Fayforge Academy on Twitter. Uh, if you like what we're doing, we would really appreciate it if you took three minutes, go over to iTunes, give us a five-star rating and review. Those are huge for helping spread the show. Um, and if you would like to support us in other ways, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash Academy. In addition, we're super proud to be a part of the Fundamentals Podcast Network. For more nerdy content, articles, podcasts, uh, go to thefundamentals.com. Plus, you can find a little bit of Fayforge merch there. As always, I'm Steven. I'm at the underscore bad DM on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me in those places. Hey, I'm Emily Harmon. I play Sepia Goldenmorrow. You can find me on Twitter at Emily J-E-A Harmon. I'm Michael Sinclair II. I play Besky Nevering, and you can find me on Michael Kritz on Twitter. I'm Adelaide Gardner. I play Ariane Zuvan, and you can find me online at Twitter at OAdelaide. Hey, I'm Kai. I'm Stonefly underscore Kai, and then I am playing Asher and Ember Whisper. Hi, my name is Ian Gould. I play Ko's Forgeheart, and you can follow me at Ian G. Gould on Twitter. Theme music by Dave Cole of The Four Orbs. To find more royalty-free music, go to youtube.com slash music. Additional music and sound effects found at zapsplat.com, tabletopaudio.com, and epidemicsound.com. <laughs>